Learning to lead yourself is the most important thing you will ever do. Now more than ever, we must all learn to lead ourselves. If we want to have a different experience with the challenges that we are confronted with, we have to develop the ability to see things from a different perspective. That's no longer a choice that has now become a requirement for survival. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey, everyone, this is Riv, and in this episode, I want to talk about leading yourself during difficult times. The current situation we are living through right now is challenging all of us from multiple dimensions. Working remotely has brought on a whole new set of challenges. I mean, we're remote, our teams are remote, our clients are remote, our partners are remote. Leaders cannot oversee things on a daily basis in the way that we once did. We have to learn how to trust others in ways we may not be accustomed to. Almost overnight, we have merged our personal and business life. I mean, the traditional work boundaries are gone, right? Many businesses have had to reduce budgets and in some cases, headcount. We've had to develop new processes that support social distancing to make others comfortable. Our traditional workflow is forever different. All this leads to an increased level of stress and frustration, but it doesn't have to be, right? The first question you should ask yourself is if you want something different. And when I usually ask people that, like when I I talk to people, I say, hey, do do you want something different? The, The response I usually get, well, yeah, hell yeah, Rev. I wouldn't have reached out to you if I, if I wanted things to stay the same, right? So let me ask this a little differently. Are you willing Are you willing to change your perspective? Because if you're willing to change your perspective, I guarantee you, you will have a different experience with whatever life situation lies before you. See, every day, we are all faced with a wide variety of of obstacles and challenges. Many of us are being asked to do more with less. But here's the reality. Doing more with less has been a challenge for years. It's been a challenge in every business, in every genre, genre, in every lifetime. So why then are we surprised when we're asked to do more with less? Like almost like it's like why we're being like we feel like we're being singled out. And if you're feeling that way right now, I encourage you to zoom out. Like just go with me for a second and rise above your challenges and look down upon them. Have like an out-of-body experience. And when you do, you will recognize that this feeling is more common than you realize. You're not the only one who's ever felt they've had like too much to do and not enough time or resources to do it. So that in itself has got to feel comforting. Okay, I'm not alone, right? Every business and every leader experiences a feeling of overwhelm at some point. It's common. What's not so common is planning and prioritizing. (laughs) And the immediate response 
I usually get when I say that is, well, like I do that and, and we do that. Like, like, come on, Riv, like, give me something more than that. I'm like, well, hold on a second. Well, everyone thinks they do it. Everyone thinks they're really good at planning and prioritizing, but I'm going to challenge that today, right? Because when you peel back the onion, it's many times it's nothing more than a quick conversation, a flyby conversation that usually ends up in the same spot. And what is that same spot? It's like, hey, everything still needs to get done. Like no matter what, we just wasted 20 minutes. We still got to get everything done. That's not planning and prioritizing. <laughs> Here's the truth, right? Everything is not a priority and not all priorities are created equal. Most people become so engulfed in their problems that all they see is the laundry list of tasks that are begging for their attention. This is what activates the blame game, right? Uh, bosses and blame, blame their employees. Employees blame their boss. The boss isn't listening to me. I'm working nonstop. I don't have enough resources. This just sucks, right? <laughs> That's the talk track. Is it difficult? Yes, but change your perspective, right? Are you willing to change your perspective? A leader's job is to deal with the difficult shit. Like that's the truth. I'd love to sugarcoat it for you, but that's what you're paid for, right? Most leaders, especially those who were recently promoted, for some unknown reason, have this overwhelming desire to have a job that is problem-free, right? Make no mistake. Every business, every leader, and every team has to deal with problems. A common challenge when I talk to people is something I always hear is just like, we don't have enough resources, right? It would just be easier if you had enough resources. And I'm here to tell you the leadership challenge is not a lack of resources. Instead, the challenge is teaching your team how to use the resources they already have. That's the truth, right? Have you ever seen that movie, Apollo 13? Okay. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. And if you have watched it, go watch it again. It's one of my favorite movies. Okay, what I love about that movie, it's a real life situation about dealing with not having enough resources. Okay, here it is. Tom Hanks starred in it, and Ed Harris was the person running the command center in Houston. And that's where the expression, Houston, we have a problem, came from, right? <laughs> it's like, okay, like, and, and I remember the scene, there was a couple of great scenes in that movie, but I remember the one scene where Ed Harris was he gathered his team, and, and what he did, he, they couldn't figure out how to get them back. Right, they had to get everybody back into the Earth's atmosphere. So he, he like he went to the, he pulled everybody together, strategized. Everybody's throwing out different ideas. This won't work. That won't work. Right? They, they tried to figure out what was the right approach, and then somebody had one brilliant idea: was we'll turn off the engines. Right? We'll, we'll try to consume uh, energy. Right? And he was like, okay, I want everybody to get into the conference room and everything they have on board that that spacecraft. Like those are our resources. That's what we have to work with. Right, and he, and he and he made some really bold statement. Is like we've we've never lost a man in space, and we're not going to do it on my watch. Failure is not an option. And it's just like it said, chills down my 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 body because in reality, that's that's first of all that's a true story. But in uh, take it to business, like failure should not be an option. Yes, are we going to deal with a bunch of bullshit? Are we going to deal with a bunch of challenges? Yes, but failure is not an option. Our job is to keep going and keep going until we figure out using the resources we have on how we're going to solve the problem. See, and, I, and a lot of times when I get in these conversations, I have to remind leaders that you're in a position of leadership because as you worked your way up in the organization, you mastered the art of the workaround, right? 
you know how to creatively leverage resources at your disposal, at your disposal, whether they're internal or external. I mean, that's like during difficult times, I have to remind people that that is one of their superpowers. But for some reason, when they get into a leadership position, they forget that they have that kind of creativity, right? So let's just be real for a second, right? As a leader, I don't care what company you're at. I don't care what how how many how many years you've been of leadership experience you got. You will never have enough resources. Let me repeat that again. You will never have enough resources. Just when you think you do, conditions change. It's a never-ending challenge. So effective leaders really embrace this and realize that they need to make planning and prioritizing a consistent part of their everyday meetings. Right? They strategize with their direct re- reports daily. They prioritize, right? They, that's what keeps them aligned. They anticipate obstacles together and they develop contingency plans. And oh, by the way, whatever difficult time you're facing, you must come to the realization that you're 100% responsible for the choices you make and the decisions you make or the ones that you fail to make. You're responsible for setting your goals and executing a plan. You're responsible for the quality of work and the results you produce. You're responsible for building a team to support you internally and externally. And you are responsible for changing your mindset, your perspective. Like I, I, Again, I'd love to sugarcoat it for you, but that's the truth. You are responsible for everything you do and the results you get. That's the first perspective you have to gain, right? If there's anything you don't like or anything that you're unhappy with, you have the power to make the unnecessary changes, the, the, the necessary changes, to, change, to improve your situation. The real challenge is most people don't think this way, right? Maybe you don't believe me, right? Maybe you want to challenge this. Maybe you don't think you have the power to change your situation for whatever the reason. So I'll just I'll give you a suggestion. I'll offer you a suggestion. Ask for help, right? I want to be super clear on this one. You cannot succeed alone. It's lonely at a top. Like people who say that, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's a myth. Lonely is a choice. You are as alone as you want to be, right? Leadership should never be lonely. You should never say it's lonely to be, be being at the top. Never. Unfortunately, many leaders feel this way. They feel like they're fighting a battle all by themselves. This doesn't scale. The only person you're going to hurt if you go it alone is yourself. And I say this because like I had to learn this the hard way, right? I had to learn how, how painful it is to go alone. For years, I was a do-it-yourselfer. All that caused me was a lot of suffering and a lot of long hours of work. The obstacles and challenges, guess what? They're never going away. They're never going to change. They're always going to be there. So I had to change. I had to learn to ask for help. I had to realize that that's a leadership strength, not a weakness. I had to learn that I could accelerate results when I asked for help. See, the secret to getting more done in less time is to surround yourself with other smart people, right? All my accomplishments, everything I've ever done in my entire life that was of value, I had help. And I had lots of it, lots of help, right? When I wrote my first book, I had a ton of help from a variety of different people. When I started my first business, right? Same thing, enormous amount of help, right? When I started every business I've been in, enormous amount of help, right? I survived 9-11, Hurricane Sandy, Stock market crash of 2008 and the current COVID situation we're all dealing with right now. Why? Because I have a support group, right? I'm so freaking blessed to have so many people emerge in my life and offer a helping hand. 
And one of the most difficult times I've ever faced in my entire life was when I lost my dad. I mean, this was the man you know, like how I leaned on. He was the person I called, right? He was my rock, right? You, you have no idea how I would give my right or left arm to have one more conversation with this guy, right? Just one more. And I'll never forget. I remember being at a high school back to school night function and uh, when our kids were in high school and I got the call, you know, the call we don't want to get. My dad was in intensive care and I immediately left, dropped my wife off at home and I drove four hours to see him in the hospital. He lives in Albany, New York. And I forget exactly how, if I reached out to one of my friends or one of my friends reached out to me during the ride, but it was late at night and my buddy kept me on the phone for over 90 minutes, my last hour and a half of my trip. He wouldn't let me hang up. He was like, I'm not letting you take this road, this, this trip alone. Just talk to me. I'm going to keep you busy. Like, bam, I'll never forget that he got me through a really tough period of my life, right? I'll never forget my best friend from high school, right? Uh, you know, I remember him helping me in countless number of ways when I had to settle my da- my dad's affairs, right? And, and, and help with the house and selling the house. I mean, he just... He showed up and he, he just saved me so much time. And I remember the the night of before my dad's funeral. I couldn't sleep. I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep at all that night. And I remember getting up. I left the hotel room. My wife and kids were still sleeping. And I went to went to Starbucks. And I and I sat outside Starbucks waiting for them to open. So here it was like 5:20 in the morning. Okay. And I decided to call my coach. And I called my coach and I with the pure intent of leaving her a voicemail to call me when she gets up. And I knew I was struggling. Guess what? She picked up. She picked up my phone at 520 in the freaking morning. I'll never forget that, right? She knew that this was one of the toughest days of my entire life. I was about to deliver my dad's eulogy. Now, I can speak in front of a crowd, but man, that was the hardest talk I've ever had to give in my entire life. And I remember the whole weekend, right? I remember that my wife clenching my hand. I remember her just her gentle touch guiding me at times, like putting up her arm around my, my back or just, you know, holding me throughout the day. None of these, these, these life situations that I'm describing here, right? And I can go on and on for, for forever, even slightly suggest that I operate alone. The same is true for you. If you're feeling lonely, remember lonely is a choice. And if you choose lonely, then you're not being effective, right? If you try to do everything yourself, if you try to navigate the, the biggest challenges you're being faced with alone, it's, it's not going to work. Trust me, you will eventually burn out. And if you continue to do that over the long haul, you will eventually become irrelevant. <laughs> and again, I mean, I'm saying this from the deepest part of my heart to help you um, from, from just places where I've been right? Effective leaders, if you really want to be effective, right? If you really want to make a difference, right? You need to seek help to navigate your toughest challenges, right? The challenging times have a way of bringing people together. Relationships are built during difficult times. It's the war stories we're going to remember in the future, right? Those are the things we remember. It's the time in the trenches with each other, Right, that we we tell those stories later in life, battling together to conquer some big challenge. That's what we're going to remember. So, if you want to re- 
achieve something amazing, if you want to really break through and, and get rid of that heavy feeling, you have to first stop blaming others for what you have or what you don't have. Whatever challenge you're being asked to deal with is yours to do, right? Own it. Seek help. Sometimes even the slightest insight has an enormous impact. I can't begin to tell you the number of times I've reached out to people for help when dealing with difficult situations. And just, they didn't maybe solve my answer, solve my problem, but they said something a certain way, right? In a certain tone that, bam, sparked an idea in my head, gave me the breakthrough I was looking for. My coach taught me a long time ago that she has a saying that always says, you have everything you need right here, right now to be successful and happy. That advice changed my life. The same is true for you. Just look around. The support is endless if you just reach for it, right? The only thing standing between you and what you desire are the crazy stories you keep telling yourself as why, as to why you can't achieve something. Whatever difficult time you're going through, trust that it's meant to serve you. It's meant to educate you. It's meant to prepare you for what lies ahead. Don't go it alone. Seek help, right? You'll get to where you want to be a lot faster. And trust me, you'll be a hell of a lot happier. All right, I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. It doesn't matter where you are, or what you've done, or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. It's an opportunity to remind yourself that you have the ability to navigate any challenge, right? Whatever weighs heavy on your mind, take the time to develop an entrepreneurial mindset. Right, dedicate the time to think, right? Time to strategize, time to prioritize, to anticipate obstacles and to develop contingency plans. Dedicate time to consider who may be able to help you or support you. Remind yourself that help is always available. This is like part of like learning to lead yourself, right? Is to ask for help. And if you want some additional help, just message me directly and we can schedule some time to explore how I or maybe even somebody on my team can help you. We'll talk to you soon. Do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.